Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of The Cinematic Trinity with me, Kieran. Me, Michael. And me, Tulip. Uh, today, with the new release of the Hogwarts Legacy game, we're going to be talking all things Harry Potter. Um, so where do you think it's best to start on this one? So I guess if we talk about Hogwarts Legacy first, because we did pick it up yesterday, we've only played a couple of hours of it mm. so far. But Very I guess... initial. So what's everyone's sort of first impressions now we've played? Like, I say, it's only been a couple of hours, so we've only just got to Hogwarts and, like, learning all the spells and stuff like that. So what do we think? I mean, I think you guys have played more of it than me because I did fall asleep <laughs> after about 20 minutes of, uh, of playing the game last night, so... I'm enjoying it to to be fair like it's it's got like the good like Harry Potter feel to it like I can see what people mean by being like oh if you love Harry Potter then this is like this is the definitive Harry Potter like experience you know without it actually being like Mm -hmm. a Harry Potter game yeah without uh, Harry Potter being in it yeah because it's I mean the basic plot from what we've sort of played is you're like this you're this uh, well fifth year technically a Hogwarts but you're starting for the first time and it's like the 1800s so you're there you know, starting your term, come to spells, but then you've also got this, like, more powerful, like, ability to sense, like, old magic, so you, uh, it just sort of goes from there, really, mm. so, but I've uh, enjoyed it so far, I don't know what I thought it guys. was interesting that they sort of kept going on about, you know, because she's obviously learning all these, like, simple spells, I guess, mm. they're like, mm. oh, remember, we're only teaching you these spells because you've not been to Hogwarts before, and blah, 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 it's like, you know, it's a way for her to be an older student yeah but still learn at the same rate that you are which they must have been like they must have been really thinking about that because a lot of the dialogue is in relation to that do you not think yeah yeah no it's true it's a good like what it's a tutorial way of doing things but it's also quite well like integrated into the actual story of the game yeah it's like what's that you can't cast Wingardium Leviosa well I'm going to teach it to you because you don't know yeah yeah. stuff like that so but no and like to be fair when we watched like the gameplay initially I remember we were all a bit like this looks really boring like I don't see how it like looks fun but we're in motion when you're actually doing it like the casting and stuff is pretty pretty smooth and like fluid so it's quite quite good Mm. from what, what what we've played but that's the thing we're only like two hours in and it's like 20 30 hours i think to complete it but yeah so we'll see how we go yeah yeah i think there? i think the um the key draw for those people that are that enjoy the harry potter franchise is the ability to explore hogwarts and like yeah, yeah, all definitely. the nooks and crannies and obviously hogsmeade's there as well yeah, so yeah um i don't know if when you played it because i dipped in and out mm-hmm. a little bit i know you've played the most michael mm-hmm. um did they have like the revolving staircase in, in Hogwarts not, not that i've seen yeah i was wondering like how they do that so i haven't come across it yet it's sort of like initially like the grounds you it's like you've been yeah. to go to like a couple of classrooms but it does seem pretty like open there's obviously doors you can't access until you i assume get like a low, yeah or level yeah. up or get like a a spell for it so right. it's all probably like a metroidvania type thing where like certain bits of the game world are like locked off to you until you get like a certain ability and then you can like fully explore yeah everything but yeah I mean, it's just like in terms of like the visuals and stuff it's like you know pretty pretty down like it's looking like a harry potter game it looks really authentic but yeah what's our character name then um Oh, I can't remember Constance Constance Silverhorn. Yeah. We spent way too long trying to think it of that name. It was the last name. We, yeah, yeah, we wanted an old worldy name 
but the sort of all I feel that all the Harry Potter names are very like you know whimsical you know and, yeah. and a bit like that so that's yeah. how we well it was the double barrel sort of double barrel because obviously you got Luna Lovegood and then Neville Longbottom it's like I wanted that I think so yeah Constance Silverhorn even though Constance Fry was a that was the the contender. first uh, yeah. that was the first thought wasn't it of having Constance Fry from um, Trading Places Trading Places yeah, yeah. but um, no I'm happy with uh, Constance Silverhorn Devil. and I did enjoy making her look like me <laughs> a little bit yeah, yeah. um no, you should go check out our uh, our twitter page if you want to see constance's yeah, adventures see, uh, in hogwarts her, uh, yeah I, I think um like the the only thing that i've found that's been like a little bit grating with the game so far is is the um the constant mention of this symbol it's like oh that's yeah. that's the same symbol that was on yeah. on this thing that, yeah because she's like glow again yeah because she can like sense the old magic and stuff she sees basically she sees like this blue glow like this symbol that no one else can see but every, like especially in that that's first the same hour. symbol that was on the scroll yeah. oh it's the same symbol that was on the porky so, yeah we get it we oh get yeah it. And, and and the porky being an actual key was yeah, a little bit on yeah. the nose for me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they didn't really think too hard about no. that one. No. But I mean, here's hoping like the story and stuff like keeps you engaged. I think like the gameplay loop and stuff is what's going to keep you, it, it, like keep it going in like the yeah. world and stuff. So it might be like the story falls flat, but then you've enjoyed like the experience just of actually the, just the wandering around. Yeah, and... going through Hogwarts and, like yeah. this this yeah. world. I, I think the world is is the main draw for a lot of people. Yeah, there, isn't yeah. It? So it's good that they've kind of properly given access to all, all areas or will give access yeah yeah as you progress through yeah. so. it's definitely got that even though we can't get to everywhere yeah it's got that good feeling of you know walk even when we were like walking around hogsmeade it wasn't yeah. necessarily like oh you're following that person you're following that path you are just sort of it gives that real sense of yeah well, it's sort of like when you especially like for us like growing up with the films and stuff as well it's sort of like revisiting like an old friend like oh i can't wait to see this it portion is. of hogwarts or like you know it feels like i'm i'm back like in it familiar. does just make me want to watch, watch the films, or, watch yeah. films again. i mean it wasn't we watched them all over christmas didn't we yeah yeah we did um we did a harry potter film a week in the lead up to christmas didn't yeah. we for eight weeks and I thoroughly enjoyed doing that. Yeah, no, yeah, it was, good. yeah, yeah. it was great going back and actually watching them again. So I guess moving on to the films, which would be like the bulk of what we're talking about, really. Obviously, you know, we've got the eight core films, then we've got the three spin-off films from the Fantastic Beasts. Spin-offs. It, it, it is a spin-off. spin-off yeah, or? I'd say they're a spin-off. Well, spin-off prequel, because it's, it's set like before. an in-universe... In history i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you sort of got so you know all those films together so 11 you know 11 films so and of far. course all the old harry potter games yeah to be fair yeah <laughs> we did buy which one did we buy did we, we buy got chamber, chamber of secrets? secrets yeah so we've got quite a few you know yeah major like lot of, lot of games they made and like lego harry potter as well yeah. which, which is the game. best lego game I yes think. i feel yeah, like yeah. i can't play another lego game after lego harry potter mm. that is just like peak so yeah, a lot, lot of property, like a lot of, you know, media and stuff generated mm. from my like, Harry Potter. I feel like the only thing they haven't gone into is like a TV show, which, you know. Yeah. Well, did you see that Rupert Grint when he was doing his interview for whatever place, because he's in the new Knock at the Cabin film, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was saying, you know, I think if they were going to remake it, they should do it as a TV show, yeah. which I was thinking that would be kind of cool because there is so much in the books that isn't in the film. Yeah. Not that I really know, don't really read just from what yeah, I've Yeah, I haven't read the books, yeah. It'd be good if they could do, like, just, you know, a straight up, this is exactly what's in the books, but yeah. we've got time because it's a, a TV show kind of yeah. thing. So but. interesting to see, but I guess, like, 
what we were going to talk about today is basically what your favourite Harry Potter films from the core eight films are, and then if we've got sort of time, what you know your we'll least favourite one from the how rubbish Fantastic Beasts is. For yeah, a bit. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll Spo- get... Spoiler alert: Fantastic Beasts is not any of our favourite <laughs> yeah. Harry Potter films. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess just yeah, go around. I guess Tulip. What is your favourite Harry Potter film and why? Well, I was thinking about this when we were walking earlier. I said um, Goblet of Fire. Yeah. I feel like growing up from when the Goblet of Fire came out. That was my favourite for a long, long time. I just feel like so much happens mm. in that film. Like, it's, mm. there's a lot of story in that, you know, just with the with the Triwizard Cup and yeah. all the different challenges and things like that. It's real, you know, and it almost gets down... I know that Prisoner of Azkaban is quite deep, but it really gets into the nitty-gritty, you know, of all... It's all, it's quite a, it's all happening now, it, you know. It's quite a consequential film, isn't it? Because obviously yeah. it ends with Voldemort it's, coming back. It's the turning point, I think, it is, for, yeah. for yeah. It is. Harry Potter. Absolutely. In, in tone and in kind of most things. Yeah. yeah. The only things that I don't like about that film are his hair... <laughs> And I don't like it when Ron and Harry are arguing. When they're over not the, Yeah, no, yeah, I just, that's the one thing have, I don't like about that film. They have yeah. a banshees of Inishira in a situation where <laughs> Ron cuts off his fingers and doesn't speak to Harry. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what happens. But yeah. I mean, the, the hair was intentional though, wasn't it? Because it was the, we watched like an interview with Daniel Radcliffe where the director said, I want you to like grow your hair out and then when we come to film the movie like we'll, we'll, we we'll cut your hair to whatever style and then they showed up on set and he was like yeah we'll keep that and harry and daniel radcliffe was like what no, no please but it's awful yeah. i hate the hair yeah it's, it's very yeah because that's like the other films it's very like not fit it's like the odd one out like how yeah, consistent harry really looks fit. but yeah. i guess it works in a way because they're all it's that part of your teenage years where you're just like uh, you know, like I don't mm. really care about anything, I don't really care, you know, yeah. it's sort of that he's going through that phase, but it's like the blissful ignorance, isn't it? And then yeah. obviously it ends with you know Cedric Diggory or Robert Pattinson getting uh, getting killed, yeah, and they kill Robert Pattinson, yeah, they kill Robert actual Pattinson. real life. <laughs> See, it's Robert incredible, he's, he's a very good method actor, yeah. <laughs> he actually died for that role, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I love that whole scene, and I just, I just, I think it's brilliant. No, I get, I get what you mean. The, I mean, the core like uh, thing about the Triwizard Cup as well leads to like quite a few good like set piece stuff with every like event, like the yeah, dra- yeah, the yeah. dragon stuff and the mermaids in the lake, and then finally like the big hedge maze where they meet you know Voldemort. Like it has a few good like check checkpoints. Yeah, or the maze always used to really freak me out. Mm. Like I mean, it is pretty, it is pretty freaky. I think yeah, mm. with everything, but. No, yeah, I just, I just think it's. I think, as I say, it's that's when I was growing up. That was always my favourite. So it will always be like, oh, I always used to love watching the Goblet yeah. of Fire whenever it was on or whatnot. That's so fine. that's just stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess mine be Prisoner of Azkaban. So quite close to Goblet of Fire. Is it Prisoner of Azkaban just because we watched that man's video? We and did talk about yeah, how well, good it, it is. Yeah, we watched like a critique of it because he did basically point out that it is, in terms of like a filmmaking standpoint, the best made Harry Potter film because it's Alfonso Cuaron I think who yeah, made it so yeah. whereas all the Somebody other films completely yeah like this different. out of left field director and like his like visual style as well in that film like you could like if you watch it and like look at some of the shots in it you can be like yeah none of the other films really have this like when they do the thing where they will go inside the mirror and then it comes out again and it's mm. like the, the, the shot sort of continues and going through it? the clock going yeah. through the window that's yeah he loves like his going his through thing. glass yeah. Yeah, yeah that's his thing I think my favourite sequence from that film is when they get into the uh, the shrieking shack yeah, yeah. Um, and there's like that big confrontation like, yeah that is brilliant that's just 
a, a really incredible yeah, so, that film. I think, yeah, just quite... And obviously it introduces, like, the Dementors and stuff. And like, I think growing up, that was, like, my most rewatched film because I mm. really liked, like, the Dementor scenes. And then obviously it's got the werewolf in it as well. So I feel like from, like, a creature standpoint, because I, when I grew up, I loved, like, mythical monsters and stuff. So I feel like, oh, this is, like, really cool. Like, I really want to... You know, yeah. understand what what's happening here, and like, I mean, they are like pretty. That first scene with like the Dementor on the train oh, is terrifying. very, it's brilliant. Like, it is brilliant, and sets them up like so well and stuff. And then obviously they keep cropping up like throughout the film as I saw saw the big bad because there isn't really like a big. There's no like Voldemort. Well, it's the it's the only film that doesn't where Voldemort yeah. isn't like the overarching yeah. theme, and I feel like that's maybe why I didn't like it as much. Like Prisoner mm. of Azkaban, I I can appreciate it a lot more now because obviously I didn't care about the directing, you know, yeah. when I was younger. But now I can appreciate it a lot more. But I always found The Prisoner of Azkaban was, it was a film, and then the film happens again, because obviously they go back in time. It always just felt like it, yeah. should, it should end. And I was always like, oh, God, there's still, like, another hour of film left, like, mm. after, you know, they've been to the street contract and all that happens. I think it's the most unique Harry Potter. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of them kind of follow the a, a similar kind of yeah. motion, whereas this one, it, it does have a, yeah. a very... Uh, unique aspect to it which I think is why it is so enjoyable yeah. to watch yeah mm. I, I think the other films are very much like Voldemort's got this plan going on we need to stop it and that's like what the films kind of are but then mm. the third one is sort of like it lose it, it's all the central hook is like our oh, Sirius Black wants to kill Harry and like what the mystery is of like who Sirius Black is and then you find out obviously he's a good guy and yeah. then it sort of sets up for Goblet of Fire, like Peter Pettigrew and stuff, as like because he gets away, and that's the reason Voldemort comes back is because Peter Pettigrew comes into it. So sort of, it's like set up for like his return basically. But no, I really like him. Like I say, has a few like very good set pieces and stuff, and like the Expecto Patronum uh, scenes good. Oh yeah, and it brings Gary Oldman into it pretty well, doesn't yeah, it? As yeah. serious black, like he's yeah. just amazing. Yeah, I think. And I think a good segue for that, for Gary Oldman being serious black, will be uh, the the point to get into my favourite one, which apparently is a controversial pick of The Order of the Phoenix. Well, I feel like everybody... I can't remember if it's The Order of the Phoenix or if it's The Half-Blood Prince that everybody says is the worst one, but I feel like it is The Order of the Phoenix. I, but I, I'm with you. I really like that I had one. the conception that... Um, Order of the Phoenix was bad and I feel like because I've watched it a few times because I think that was like again growing up I didn't watch that one as much yeah. so I kind of thought that's not very memorable that's not very good but then watching it is like it is good like it's a good film because I really love Sirius's character and, and yeah. that, that one really you get the most from, yeah. from his character yeah. and you know, you see the way that now that he's out of Azkaban and he's he's finally actually wanting to be mm. the godfather to Harry and, and yeah. care for him yeah. and, and all that stuff. And and the stuff with Umbridge as well. Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Is is all yeah. really good. And I love her little um a little tune that that, that plays yeah. the <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. 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 I love that that theme. little thing. Yeah. Um, and obviously when Fred and George come in and like save the day kind of thing. Yeah, that, yeah, like, that is good. It's all like, I don't know if it's like a B-plot, but like that, yeah, like the, the Umbridge segment of the film is yeah. like really good with like all the rules and stuff and how she's all yeah, like this dictator no, in brilliant. Hogwarts. And I just love, I just think she's just so perfectly cast, like a Mulstor, yeah. she's just, yeah. hands down, just the best like villain, you know, yeah. ever. It's just, yeah, it's just that villain you love to hate, isn't it? And that's just Umbridge. Mm. To like, yeah. I think it's probably got the most quotable line from the Harry Potter films for me as well it's like um, when Dumbledore's in his office and what was it you thought I would 
come quietly. Yeah. yeah and then just like fucking high fives of Phoenix and gets yeah. out of there. High five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm, I'm, I do really like that one, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I always liked that one. I think for that one, it's a bit of like, I, I guess I like critiquing it why people might not like it i guess like in terms of like this core you kind of got the umbrage thing is like the one of the main things that happens but i guess like what voldemort's plan is is kind of like not as clearly so because well, it's, it's the prophecy isn't the fact it that, yeah it's the, the pro- i never understood until recently i feel like i or maybe i still don't understand <laughs> what the pro- i mean as it's your favorite film karen do you know what the deal is with the prophecy like what actually is the prophecy what is what's the point why is he obsessed with it i i think the the prophecy it, it might be oh it's the isn't it where only like none what was it one can't live while the other survives basically so it's is it the one, one that tells everybody that harry's, that harry's a whole crux i think i think right. that's the consensus of it obviously the there's some stupid bits in it, like where Ginny does a reducto and destroys the entire room. I think yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> a bit stupid. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Harry and Cho's romance in the film. Yeah. yeah, it's all very, like, tacked on, isn't it? And I think, then... yeah, I think there's, like, there's, you know, it's not a perfect film by any means, but I think it's yeah. my most enjoyable one because of the cast. Like, you see a bit more Luna as well, who I really yeah, enjoy. Yeah. 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 Um, and as I say, um, Sirius Black. So, I, yeah. yeah, I think it's just kind of my most enjoyable one for me. And yeah. and you get Harry where he's, you know, where he uses the Cruciatus curse. Yeah. 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 It's like, like oh, yeah. Whoa. Very proper. <laughs> What's going on there? Yeah. yeah. And that's, to be fair, that's like the best, I think the fight scene between Dumbledore and Voldemort oh, yeah, at yeah. the end, that's like the best. That's yeah. the best joy in the entire. Yeah, in the entire series. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Oh, I love that scene where they're in the potions class. But I was actually that's the Half Blood Prince, and I think that's like my favourite scene from all the films where they just run into Harry. They go into the class and they see the school book, the potion books, and one's like really tatty, obviously, because it's the Half Blood Prince's books, and one's really, and they're both fighting to get the clean book. I just think that's the most hilarious thing. Yeah. That film's really good, just for like humor like that's quite a funny fit and just like you yeah know, I, I like the segment in half blood prince where he drinks like the luck potion and it's him like yeah, speaking to a uh, professor is it slug slug it's horn, slug horn yeah. yeah well it's just like he's just like really yeah when daniel radcliffe's just really like chipper isn't he and like really positive because he just yeah. has a feeling that stuff's gonna go his way yeah like yeah that's really yeah it is good it is good they're yeah. all they are good in their way and it is like a quite a consistent like series of films mm. so there isn't one you watch and it's like the black sheep of them and it's like oh no. i'm not gonna watch that because that's the worst one even with like i feel like i did go through a phase where i couldn't watch like philosopher's stone and chamber of secrets because mm. they look too young and i just assumed again that they were you know just they're not as good as the ones yeah. when they get older but going back to them even like recently i feel like we hadn't actually sat down properly yeah. Yeah. we'd seen just like bits of it and that yeah. was really good to go back to. Like, I really enjoyed, I think especially the, Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, well, Chamber of Secrets is a bit of a weird one because I feel like that is one of the longest films and I feel mm. like when you watch it, some bits just, like, could have not been in the film or, like, just, it don't know, every time it feels like a bit of a slog because it's all, like, can we just get to the Chamber of Secrets now, please? Because that's, yeah. like, obviously the best bit of, like, the film. But yeah. it's just, I don't but know. I feel like when we watched it recently, you were saying, oh, this is a really long one. I was like, oh, no, that didn't feel... Yeah. Long at all, whereas when I watched Prisoner of Azkaban, I was like, oh, this is feeling, feeling a bit long. And yeah, so yeah. It's just uh, a difference of opinion, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what I was um, thinking about, I was thinking, you know, when you think 
oh, I'd love to watch that again, like, without any, no, like, nostalgia, like, blinding you to thinking something's good. Would you actually want to watch the Harry Potters again for the first time, having not read the books, anything? Do you think you'd enjoy it as much, or do you think, actually, it's all nostalgia? No, I I, I think that could be true, to be fair, because I remember when we were talking about like definitely Hallows part one and two. I just put like the trailer for it back on. Cause I remember like from when, from growing up like that trailer where it sort of advertised part one and part two felt, it was all like, you know, like the Avengers end game situation. Mm. It was like this, like the hype was real. And you're like, Oh my God, I can't wait to see yeah. it. Like, you know, concluding like that trailer was like part one coming in, you know, this month. And then like a couple of months later, it was part two. So it's like, Oh my yeah. God, like, you know, it's the thrilling conclusion to the Harry Potter saga. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I guess I, yeah. Yeah, because especially the earlier ones, I don't remember when I watched them for the first time. You know, obviously I do with with some of I the latest, mainly yeah. sort of part one and part two. I definitely remember yeah. going to see them. Yeah, I think um, I went to the cinema to watch like from Half Blood Prince onwards because mm. all the other ones would have been like DVD or like VHS. So I feel like for like cinema experience, I would have liked to watch like all of them mm. in cinema. So like, yeah. it was like, what do you think? Here? Yeah, I yeah. See I, mean, I, 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 I think it would. It, it would have definitely been nice to watch them yeah. in the cinema. I think that, like, you know, the cinema experience is, is something that you can't really mm. recreate in a, in a home setting. It, it does yeah. kind of add an extra layer to movies. Um, would I want to watch them all again for the first time? Mm. I, I think it does have a lot of nostalgia value. Yeah. I, I feel like I would enjoy them, but perhaps not as much. If yeah. I was watching it for the first time, be like now. obsessed. Yeah. I yeah. think it's like could I would want to watch them again, but then I'd also want to be like nine, ten years old again. Like you know, yeah. what, and, like feel like the you know get the like the motions like whimsy out of it, like rather than watching them for the first time as now. an adult. Yeah, I mean, it'd be like yeah. I mean, sort of like when you get older. I feel like if I was to watch like Game of Thrones for the first time now, I'd want to do I could do that like at the age I am. But if it's like yeah. Harry Potter, because it is like a more sort of kid or well, you know kid friendly and like there is that that whimsy to Family it and you'd film. be a bit like oh god this is a bit like of a uh, yeah, yeah I, I feel like with harry potter as well it, it grew, grew with its audience yeah yes, exactly. it did yeah. Um, yeah so you kind of need that natural um you know like as as we were getting older because i think the films i mean for us at least the films were coming out before mm. we would be able to but like I think I'd started watching them at like seven, and then mm. obviously, so yeah, know, there was a little bit of a delay, but I still grew up with it. Yeah, yeah, because um, it yeah, does get 100%. to the more mature and um, kind yeah. of darker themes as it goes along. Yeah, like no, they're yeah. constantly there, but it's just more evident. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, it, it wouldn't have the same impact now, but no. I think it would still be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go then. Yeah. So, so that was the best of Harry Potter. Now let's Should we about... take a minute just to talk about how rubbish? So, <laughs> are, are we talking about Secrets of Dumbledore? Because we did watch that. Well, last yeah, night. well, we watched it last night almost as a, like a you know that's the only one we've not seen. Yeah. Let's just watch it. Although we had heard that it wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah, and it was just awful. Mm-hmm. Like it was just mm-hmm. I I don't I, I think you guys got the same opinion, but it was just I mean half an hour through it was just like does anybody actually know what's going on? Like, what is the story here? Like, what's going on? I it's think, like, it's such a nothing plot. Yeah, the, I, I think the, the thing with the story is they, they say that um, as long as we, as long as no one knows what's going on, yeah. we're all Grindelwald. And I feel like no one, no one knew what was going on, including the people who were watching yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And when you get yeah. to that point, and, you know, when it's not like a, you know, like a, 
I think I brought it up last week, but not like an Oceans yeah. situation yeah. where they do all the reveals at the end, but that's kind of the point of the movie. It, yeah. This just kind of fell flat towards the end. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's such a shame. Like, I don't know why... They should, if they wanted to make a film about Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, fair enough, do it as a standalone. You know, like Rogue One, like Star yeah. Wars Rogue One, do it as a standalone thing. Yeah. And then, if you want to talk about Dumbledore, do Dum- The Secrets of Dumbledore as yeah. films. But they've really missed a trick well, that, that, for not focusing... Because they've yeah. then just had to wedge in how is Eddie Redmayne going to fit into this? That, that is the thing, because like, you watch the first Fantastic Beast film and everything up until like, the last like half an hour is re- it's really like a really good self-contained film, but then they have to be like, oh, now there's this Grindelwald guy and he's going to be in the yeah. next films and he's, you know, he, was, he was in love with Dumbledore and we need to, like, you know, we're going to do that in the next film, so stay tuned, and Eddie Redmayne's going to be back. So it's mm. just... Yeah, I feel like they, they, they could have very much done like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them as a separate series. Yeah. Um, d- d- whatever, Dumbledore and all, all that stuff, secret stuff. Dumbledore Dumb- and yeah. Friends. They, 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 yeah, Dumbledore <laughs> and Friends. They could have done that as something else. Yeah. And, you know, because, like, the actual looking out for magical beasts and, you know, like, the, the stuff in the first film, the first yeah. film is mm. 100% the best one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I still don't think it's perfect, but it's no. still the best out of those yeah. three. Um, and it's because, you know, you got what you... Yeah, asked for with it. Whereas the other ones, when you start bringing in, yeah, Dumbledore and Grindelwald, and yeah. it's like the wizarding yeah. war, which is fine, you know. Yeah, that's it's fine. A, we want to hear the story, but... but separate. It doesn't need to be Fantastic Beasts. Well, it's also yeah. like tell the story, but also don't tell it over six movies because that was like. I remember when the first one got announced, it was like, oh, it's going to be part of, like, a six-film series. It's like, gosh, I don't like... Are they still doing that, though, or are they... Well, I, do, I feel like because um, Secrets of Dumbledore didn't do so well, and I, I feel like it has been tainted a bit by, like, controversy, because obviously Johnny Depp got outed yeah, for Yeah, they Mad, have Mads had Mikkelsen a bit of bad luck and, with the casting, you know, obviously yeah. Ezra Miller, Johnny Depp, yeah. and there's not been a lot of almost... Even though, like... All the other characters are staying because Grindelwald is such a key character. Yeah. He's pretty much changed in every film just because he was wasn't he wearing a mask in the in he, he changed it was Colin Farrell. He, he, he was Colin Farrell, but he did But it really it was, was Johnny yeah, so, Depp. Yeah, so Johnny Depp. And was then it was Johnny Depp and then it yeah. was you know, he changes so much it's almost like I've got no yeah. relation to this character whatsoever. Yeah, so it's just it has kind of but say it's all fatigue of like I can't really be asked to sit through like a six film series if you're not gonna like you know just crack out on like two or three films like because that you know Secrets of Dumbledore didn't really end on like uh, where's this gonna go from here then it's no. all it feel like that was sort of the end but then that would have been the most disappointing end of like a trilogy of films ever like you know if that yeah. was meant to be the last film so but yeah it just didn't really work i just don't think they should they kind of need to either do one more film and that ties it all together or just make the next three films like good you know so mm. i don't know yeah what a what a uh, what a film a waste of time <laughs> yeah I'm, waste I'm glad of we saw it because it's sort of like you know it's one of those films you heard about last year which was meant to be one of the worst films yeah you don't want to be that year. person that's like oh that that film's rubbish that film's and having never watched it it's just yeah. because everybody else like we needed to watch it so that we could legitimately say yeah, yeah it's rubbish but yeah don't watch it it's rubbish no. for anybody out there no stick yeah. to the first eight Harry Potter films and then yeah just maybe maybe Potter. read the Fantastic Beasts like book because that's just like it's just a 
collection of like I did creatures, have it, it at one point yeah I had I... it too because it's just like a it's like a field guide like of all these creatures so it's not like an actual what the film you're just saying field guide because a, yeah, that's it's... what it's called in Hogwarts yeah, but it's, accurate, it's accurate though that's what it is so yeah stick to the films you know and... it's an encyclopedia yeah that's it yeah yeah okay. <laughs> yeah but yeah, that's our thoughts and opinions on, on Harry Potter. I think we'll leave it there because we don't want it to be another 45-minute <laughs> long episode, although I feel like we could talk about it all day. We could probably spend another half an hour just doing, like, quotes. I feel like that's yeah. all we've done when we've been watching yeah. Secrets of Dumbledore and uh, we've just been doing quotes from the films, Yeah, which is, you know, my favourite pastime. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think we'll leave it there. Thank you, everybody, thanks, everybody, for listening. I've been Tulip. I've been Michael. I've been Kieran. <laughs>